Hello, everybody. Welcome to Becoming Better, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better human being. I'm the host of this here show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 10, How to Stay Accountable. So welcome back, dear listener, to Becoming Better, the podcast dedicated, as I was saying just now, before that catchy intro music, uh, to helping you become a better human being. Today we celebrate a very special occasion. In front of me is somebody very special in my life, in your life too, now that you're a, a listener of the podcast, the return of Arden Nordstrom to the show. Hey, welcome back. The much-beloved co-host of Becoming Better. Beloved. Oh, boy. Maybe just beloved by you, but... Maybe not to the listener. Well, we'll see. It depends on the listener. We but only have two. It's good I'm back. Be- <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I, it's good to be back because I've noticed your interview times seem to be creeping up. We promised 20 to 30-minute episodes, Bailey. I don't know what you're talking about. The last one was 35 minutes long. Well, it was nice. We got carried away. That uh, Honestly, that I trimmed that one down from about 50 minutes. I thought, I want to get this to 30, but... well. This one will be a shorter one, yeah, I think. I'm here to keep you accountable. We made a promise. We're sticking to the Accountable, schedule. you say? It's funny, Arden, that you should mention the idea of accountability. Uh, a, a few weeks back now, I think four weeks back now, uh, we had Laura Vanderkam on the show. World-renowned, uh, my expert on time management, my favorite uh, productivity author. And she talked about keeping yourself accountable with how you spend your time. Uh, so I, I thought it would be a fun idea to chat about a few ways that we keep ourselves accountable in, in general, especially the ways that we rely on other people in order to get stuff done. Because, uh, you know, it, ideally these episodes will build on top of one another, and that might be a good place to go from that uh, chat with Laura. Oh, yeah. I've been tracking my time after Laura. So I did a little bit of work with Laura and even reading her books that made me track my time. So this whole idea of being accountable has always been something I really loved. I can't believe she has data from the last several years for how she That's spent her time. the coolest. I'm aspiring to have that kind of record. Right now I have I have not nearly that much time, but I'm, I'm accumulating it. <laughs> how, how much do you have now? Um, it goes in bits and pieces from two days. It goes in bits and pieces. So I started tracking, I guess, two years ago and I did it consistently for about six months. And now, um, I've recently started picking it back up in, I guess, and there were like bits and spurs in between there. So I guess collectively, probably over a year and a half of time. That's pretty good. Uh, That's enough to do some, uh, some analysis on. I mean, it definitely would be. Yeah. So, so there's kind of like different levels of accountability, aren't there? There's accountability for how you spend your time every day, every week, and in general, like what like what we were chatting about with Laura. Uh, but there's also the accountability that we can bring to work that's more unstructured. And, and so we all kind of do work that's, uh, some of it's structured, some of it's data entry where we have cold, hard deadlines that we need to meet. But then we have the unstructured work, the work that's a bit more ambiguous. And that's where accountability can be so helpful. Um, you know, it, the, the research shows, research done by Tim Pitchell out of Carleton University, that there are certain triggers 
that lead us to procrastinate on something that we want to do, but we just can't get started on it. And one of the biggest ones out of them all is when work is unstructured. The others are whether something is boring, whether it's difficult, whether it's frustrating, whether it's ambiguous, and whether it's lacking in meaning or or intrinsic reward. So the process of doing something isn't rewarding. But that structure bit, if you have that, that's kind of the the framework that you use to get stuff done. And, oh, and so, sure. you know, the projects kind of, uh, they don't take care of themselves, but it becomes a more natural process to do something. Yeah. And that's really consistent. So I think we, we know that about a little over 10% of the workforce in the United States and Canada is self-employed and another about 11% of people have some kind of side hustle. Mm. And in those kinds of contexts, they would have absolutely no kind of accountability built into their work. Except for the fact that if they don't do any work, they won't get paid eventually. But yeah. even if you aren't completely self-employed, most knowledge work doesn't have a lot of accountability baked into it. There aren't a lot of stru- there isn't a lot of structure around the work. And, and even if you don't do that kind of work at all, you just do data entry all day long and are paid by piece. I, even if that's the case, a lot of things that we do in our personal lives has absolutely no structure. How many basements in the world are just left uncleaned, even though that's been on the to-do <laughs> list for years, right? So, I mean, not having account or having accountability kind of helps work towards not just work stuff, but even personal goals and, and, and household goals. Um, I think that's really important too. So maybe let's talk about a couple of ways that you can build some more accountability into your day-to-day life. I know we've talked about them here and there, but I love this topic so much. I really push for this to be an entire episode. So, And it'll be a smaller episode because the last two were so long. We can make this one of oh, people are probably laughing if they're looking at the timestamp on how long this episode. I feel we can make this 15 minutes. Let's stretchable, go. 15 or 20. Oh, dear. Let's go. Rapid fire. The first one is uh, it's an app. Man, no, it's how not many an t- app. It's not an app. How many times have we mentioned this uh, Focusmate? web site? Yes. Yeah, Focusmate. Focusmate is amazing. Focusmate.com. And it's definitely not an app. Yes, Focusmate <laughs> is fantastic. It's not an app. Focusmate. Um, it's not an app. They can, they can run with that. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's not a gimmicky app. It's just a website you go on and it, it accountability is just built into its entire functionality. It makes people get accountable from the get-go. You sit in front of another person and work for an hour in a context when you normally wouldn't have somebody watching, not watching you, but just see being in your presence to see if you actually stick to something for an hour. It's so easy when you're working from home or or even working from an office where you have a lot of flexibility to kind of find other things to do, maybe leave your office, get get some coffee, water your plants, things like that. It's very easy to get distracted. Focusmate takes that out of the equation because there's somebody there that you're working with and you're 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 spending that hour to work with them. And yeah. it makes you also report on how you did after. So mm. it really sucks to finish an hour and say, oh, I have nothing completed. Um, so it just kind of builds that in right at the get-go. So what ways do you use the website to add structure to your day or the work that you do? Yeah, so for me, the biggest one is the, the very first session in the morning. So I am a morning person. I love working oh, in the morning. She, yes, she is a morning person. Probably 5 a.m. is when you get up most mornings. Yeah, so I think I have my sleep timer set that it'll wake me up sometime between 5 a.m. and 5.30, the sleep cycle where it wakes me up at the optimal time. Yeah. So by 5.30 a.m. I'm usually up and I like to have a focus mate session set for about 5.45 or 6 a.m. And by doing that... I mean, I am a morning person. I love working in the morning, but sometimes 5.45 feels a little difficult. Um, But knowing there's somebody waiting for me at 5.45 Mm. makes me get out of bed and, and 
and start the day. So that's the definitely the biggest value add for me for Focusmate. It's like having a gym buddy that's yeah, knocking exactly. not on your door at 6 a.m. Yeah, but for, for creative coding work, it's yeah. good. I use this whenever I encounter an unstructured project. Mm-hmm. So it's less of a time-based trigger that, that gets oh, me to fire up Focusmate, but it's more of a project-by-project project trigger. Most of my work is very motivating. I love doing it, but there are some tasks like, uh, oh man, accounting paperwork and budget stuff and organizing mm-hmm. outlines for things and reading certain research papers that just ugh, like just the the very thought of it puts me off yeah and i think just based on how other people talk on the on the website the people you interact with i think that's usually the type of work that people people go there for it's the stuff that's really unstructured i think for me it's mostly yeah. the time because i love the work i do but sometimes i just when i'm working from home on weekends for example sometimes weekends are, are difficult and you need somebody to just kind of nudge you into working on the weekend. It's funny the the kind of tasks that people do on there because you really see all this unstructured work firsthand that gets people to fire up focus mate. Uh, one, one lady said, I just want to clean my office. And so she spent the entire 50 minute session cleaning her office. She just like set the camera up and she said, she said at the beginning of the call, I've been putting off cleaning my office for a good six months. Mm-hmm. And and so she fired up Focus Mate. She and by God, by the end of those fifty minutes, Arden, spark is uh, squeaky clean. Yeah, that office was spick and span. Very cool. Uh, and so it, it really does work, regardless of what you want to get done at work or at home. And one natural one uh, as kind of a second strategy for people are deadlines. Uh, and so you know the the work that's unstructured usually doesn't have a deadline that you can feel. It has a deadline that you can know, but you can't feel it approaching, which you know doesn't really propel you uh, toward action. And so what I like to do, especially when I'm writing a book, for an example, is have deadlines imposed on me. And to have, you know, the more specific, the better. Uh, I ask for deadlines for each chapter of the book, uh, or at the very least, I tell somebody when I'm going to turn everything in so that they expect it. And, uh, you know, you're supposed, I'm supposed to be writing a book about productivity, so it'll look pretty bad when I don't ship that. But the key, I think, is having somebody that you don't want to let down, that you're afraid of, of disappointing. Uh, and and I, I love that strategy for, for shipping stuff on time. Yeah. At my office mate and I use the exact same, same kind of strategy where doing research is very unstructured and, and having somebody that you say, I am going to finish this draft by the end of whatever week, or I'm going to finish this lit review by this time. It's just nice to have somebody else knowing the deadline that you're setting, even if there's no real penalty for it. The, the guilt and the, the social value that yeah. you lose is, is, <laughs> is definitely worth it. And I think this goes, this would also totally apply for personal goals. I know for me, we had to write all of our thank you notes. We got married a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and I, we had to write all of the thank you notes, which is a lovely thing to do and it is fun, but it does take a few hours to, yeah. to write thoughtful and, and mm-hmm. really considerate notes. And I wanted to make them all personal. So it did take some time and it was a little bit mentally aversive for me to start the task <laughs> and I, I committed them I said by the the end of this week I was going to be done the to you I committed this so I was going to be done finishing the thank you notes and they're done hey having that pressure really forced me to say oh, no it's going to be done before he leaves congratulations well done no yeah no that done. has to be a word I hard no this, this has to be a word that people say we're not going to make up words here okay <laughs> it's like the, sha- the I'm the Shakespeare of productivity 
Ooh, not with congratulations, well done, you aren't. Congratulations, well done. All right, on let's that just move on from, from deadlines yeah. and talk about accountability partners. This is kind of in line with the idea of deadlines, where you have another person that is involved, right? Um, but this is it goes beyond that too. So we've talked about how every week I email you with a whole bunch of things that I want to get done every week for for my research. The the main things you want to move forward. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's for me has been not only just a really good way to kind of organize myself, but knowing that, that you're going to feel a little bit disappointed in me or, or feel, or I'm, I'm going to feel like you feel disappointed. I I won't be mad. I'll just be disappointed. I mean, you you probably won't even be disappointed, but I'll feel (laughs) like you're disappointed. And, and just knowing that, that you are watching how I make progress and I want to have good news at the end of the week. So that Mm -hmm. is something that's always in the back of my mind as I work throughout the week. Well, this reminds me of this new budget sheet that we have because we realized recently, Oh, we, we don't really know where our money goes. And sometimes it's the end of the month and where did the money go? And so we thought as a, as a married uh, union, we thought we should have a, a sheet to track our expenses uh, as a couple and as individuals. And it's a great way when you kind of know it's kind of like that focus made effect where mm. you have uh, uh, somebody looking over your shoulder almost, looking at the expenses that that you do. And, yeah. it's And I mean, some people might not feel comfortable with that kind of detail in in. Yeah. in their personal lives, especially with somebody that with something so sensitive as money. Yeah. Uh, but I think for, for us, it was just, it's nice to have somebody accountable. So when you think, should I buy that extra or should I get an extra round of takeout tonight? Oh man. I'm looking at you, Chris, that's totally you. Should, you've but, been looking at me the whole podcast, but I do need to fess up for this. Uh, but the takeout, the thing takeout is, is a problem that I, I calculated. I don't even want to say the no, number. Don't should say I, 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 I want to say the number. No, don't say it. But enough. It was something that you wanted to take care of. Right. And and having somebody to to work on that with you is is nice to have in the background. I know this really worked for me when um, in when we first met, I wanted to lose a bit of weight. I had gained a bunch of weight in the first year of my undergraduate degree, which, you know, for us, 15, definitely a thing. And and having when we first met, I mentioned that was something I wanted to work towards. And we set up a Google sheet with nice graphs and stuff. And, and every, every week or so I would up, or I think it was twice a week, I updated my weight in that tracking sheet and we would see, or you would see how much progress I had made. And just knowing somebody is watching your progress is, is really motivating, at least for us. Yeah. Wow. Look at the timestamp. We're at 15 minutes. You're welcome listeners. Wow. Arden comes in to save the day. But what this means, Arden, is we have 15 minutes to ramble on about nothing. Hard no. How was your day today? No, no. Okay. We're going to be nice to the listeners and say <laughs> thank you for listening. Damn. But uh, I'm going to wrap this up because we made a promise. Okay. We're going to we're going to count for the two weeks that you went over and, so that and make up that time when today. When you average them yes, out, the they're will under be 30 accurate. minutes. Yes. Okay. All right. That mm-hmm. that's that sounds cool. So uh, a few things to try from this episode. By God, if you haven't launched Focusmate already, please do it. Uh, you can do it even for personal stuff. I had somebody the other day, I, I opened Focusmate and she was literally writing her grocery list. That was her plan. <laughs> so you don't need to be How working. How long is her grocery list? I mean, that she it was the most minutes? thorough grocery list I've ever wow. seen anybody put together. I was so impressed. But you don't need to be doing this for work stuff. This can easily be a personal hobby if you want to build your playlists or or something you've been just putting off, like doing a scrapbook or photo albums. Totally something personal, too. This is definitely not just for mm. work. 
just want to emphasize that because awesome. accountability is nice in your personal life too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So are deadlines uh, mm-hmm. for, for shipping stuff on time. Or cleaning uh, the closet. Cleaning the closet. Tell everybody, say, say on Twitter <laughs> to everybody that you're going to have the closet clean by the end of the weekend and that you'll be posting pictures. Um, have an accountability partner, the equivalent of a gym buddy that, that mm-hmm. is there for you for your work and for your personal life. Or an actual life. gym buddy. Or an actual, a buddy? Actual like gym make buddy? a friend? I was just thinking somebody you go to the gym with. But yeah, no. make friends at the gym. Those people <laughs> seem cool. Make friends and then have them hold you accountable for what you want to get done. That, that's what we learned from this episode. Uh, so finishing up on time this time, uh, becomingbettershow.com is where you can find the corresponding blog article for this episode. We both hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you in a couple Tuesdays. <laughs>